Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. A deeply fundamental question for you. What fast food or you know otherwise promotional tie-in drinkware, plates, dinnerware in general, uh, do you still have intact? Because there was an era, there was a time, mainly during the 90s, where these things happened all the time. Those Batman Forever mugs, for instance, um, they like they they're still around. They were just indestructible back in the day. Did you know that those were sold at McDonald's for only ninety nine cents each? To get the whole set of all four of them back in the day was just four dollars. Unbelievable. But they're still available, like on eBay, along with like the Hercules plates, the uh, the Great Muppet Caper drinkware. Um, I remember some Star Wars prequel stuff came out as well. And, you know, like McDonald's was the biggest one. The Burger King did this, too. So many others did. They're still floating around is the wild thing to me. So sometimes still in use regularly or maybe just collecting dust in the back of a cupboard, maybe proudly displayed in a, in a glass cabinet. I don't know. Do you still have this promo fast food drinkware intact? Those Batman Forever mugs, I swear, will last longer than I will. The Forever was not a suggestion. Green Day, they just dropped a, uh, a brand new album. Uh, it's Saviors that came out on Friday of last week. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong talking to People Magazine, saying that he is thrilled. He thinks it's bleeping cool that anybody wants to call him a bisexual icon. And for those who don't know, I mean, he was a pioneer back in the 90s. He first came out as bisexual in 1995 and has since, you know, encountered fans and people who have said that it helped. In fact, there's a song on the new album called Bobby Socks that really plays with that. Originally, it was a song that uh, materialized as a song dedicated and sort of to his wife, but things got switched up to become more of a universal anthem. The band Forever leading the charge in, uh, in saying no to moral panic over homophobia, transphobia, and the like. From Billy Joe to Billy Joel... The Piano Man from New Jersey might have some new music out. Could be his first new music in 17 years. No confirmation, but a video of him on stage teasing that something new might be coming out in the near future, as well as a lot of social media changes, including the phrase, Did I wait too long? have shown up, so more to come. Meanwhile, Flea of the Chili Peppers fame, he was spotted recently at a nursing home in Australia just playing some music. Not just for, but with some of the residents there and he says he played his heart out for the fine ladies and gents he's a fine lady and gent hidden valley ranch is getting into some weird places the hidden valley ranch line of lip balm that's available has transcended april fool's prank status to become just a, a, a real thing you could buy a very real thing available on the internet although i should say Asterix, not available because it's completely sold out <laughs> from the uh, Hidden Valley website. Uh, $11.99 American for a four-pack. That includes the Hidden Valley Ranch classic flavoring. Uh, crunchy celery, fresh carrot, and buffalo sauce. All different options. I bet the buffalo sauce tingles a bit. 
little little lip tingle going on there. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, this is very real. Maybe you go on the waiting list to get it, but still, it is available and it is for sale. I'm just thinking, romance month. It's a week away, practically. Gotta keep warm around Wood Buffalo somehow. Hit them with the Hidden Valley Ranch. They'll never see it coming. Tuesday. Don't have a hat? You're fine. Don't have a Stanley Cup? What's wrong with you? I'm talking about, like, the drink one, not the big one. Uh, did you hear about the woman who stole $2,500 worth of Stanley Cups? Not, not here in Wood Buffalo. Those would probably be Yeti Cups, I'd guess. But no, this was in California, where what's trending is the way of life. And uh, also that means that that 2500 is U.S., so a lot more money. A 23-year-old woman caught with more than 60 products in her car. The photo has gone viral of the police cruiser that detained her uh, and all of the cups sitting on the, not just hood, uh, couldn't all fit on the hood, some of uh, resting on the front grill as well. Just a whole bunch of different Stanley Cups. I did notice, not a single one of them pink, though. Not that Barbie pink that's gone viral and has got everybody freaking out about it. Uh, it's You could just get a different drink cup. There's a lot of options. Thermal mugs, uh, a lot of them. You know, a range of how effective and efficient they are as far as keeping that cold in or keeping that hot in. But they all kind of do the same thing, and how long does your drink last anyway, right? Just figure it out. Oscar nominations arrived bright and early in the morning from L.A., as they always do. They are out, and with them... The usual feeling of being an uncultured swine for not watching every single Best Picture nominee. You get that? You get that? Just kidding. Don't feel bad. Award shows are very much full of themselves, but still, we love movies. Some of the major announcements, just to make you feel like you're not sure what's going on out there in the world of movies. Um, how about like a lot of nods coming? I mean, you know, the big ones, of course, got it. But uh, the Velvet Hourglass, uh, lots of nods for that one. Whispers in the Wind getting a lot of attention as well. Like in various categories, that one getting some technical nods as well as, you know, some of the more creative elements. Um, Chronicles of the Celestial Veil, uh, Enigma's Embers, all these are actually fake movie titles <laughs> that were just completely made up. We'll get to the actual ones in just a minute here, but uh, they also made some changes to the categories. We'll talk about it in a sec. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. All right, all right, I'm done with the fake movie titles. Let's get into some of the actual Oscar nominations. Uh, of course, the big event is happening later on, later on. We got weeks to go. It's in February, and uh, there's going to be you know all kinds of things to do. They're moving it even an hour earlier into the day because they know it takes like four, five hours, six hours to get through that thing sometimes. Holy cow. But they made those nomination announcements today from Beverly Hills, and uh, of course, one might expect... The Barbenheimer effect was felt not just in the summertime, but during award season big. I mean, Golden Globes were an, a testament to that, even the Emmys, but they've, been, they've officially invaded the Oscars as well. Uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie getting so many nods, just so many. Uh, as well, Killers of the Flower Moon, Poor Things, all getting sweeping nods in various categories. Visual effects category, the one where I recognize the most of the titles. You've got Godzilla Minus One in there, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and more. That's where I was like, okay, cool. I've seen most of those. Then the big picture category? Mmm. Mmm. Not quite. <laughs> Not quite the same amount. But here is what is up in that category so that you can also watch a bunch of these movies right before the Oscars and then feel like you're a part of the conversation when it actually gets to it. If you want. Most won't. American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, of course, Barbie. The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, not surprising. 
Not surprising, that one's intense. Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things in the Zone of Interest. Um, that's one I've never even really heard of, but it also showed up in almost every category. Apparently the Zone of Interest is pretty interesting, I guess. We didn't have to wait long for the other foot to drop for Billy Joel. We we're talking just yesterday about how it seemed like maybe he was teasing some new music first in a long time. And I do mean long time, his last solo song was released in 2007, and it was just one song. The last time it happened before that, 1993. So, just saying, it's not too common. We get a brand new one, so Billy Joel fans, uh, fans of the Piano Man, are happy to hear that Turn the Lights Back On is going to be released on February 1st. Everywhere you can stream music and even a limited edition 7-inch single vinyl, which is on pre-order. So, look into it. Uh, nowhere near here, but just uh, awesome for the band nonetheless. They're still touring, still making things happen. Depeche Mode have just kicked off a 2024 UK and Europe tour. Uh, London, just absolutely jam-packed show. And uh, all the hits, all the bests being played there. If only they would announce one for North America as well, for the fans. And sad news to end off on, one of the founders of Boney M, Frank Varian, a producer from Germany who was, of course, touched with, uh, had, a, had a touch on the songs Rasputin, Daddy Cool, and etc. He's passed away at the age of 82, announced by his family. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Wednesday. PETA is, as usual, spending more time on the sizzle than on the stake, so to speak. Uh, this time they're leading the charge to end the inclusion of groundhogs in Groundhog Day. Alright, okay. Lots to unpack, I think. Uh, I admit, it's a weird holiday. I think we all kind of agree. And to be fair, most of the groundhogs now are either replaced by people in mascot costumes or have been taxidermied after death. <laughs> they're literally just the stuffed groundhog no longer with us. Uh, we are slowly moving away from it, you know? And I just don't think that you can raise the same level of stink that you do against, like, the ceaseless horrors of factory farms towards a handful of rodents living in the lap of luxury for 99% of the year. Don't know if it computes. Ozzy Osbourne is gonna be returning to the stage, uh, of course, for a very limited engagement. He has been dealing with many health issues and uh, and just even the the leftover complications due to a motorcycle accident that uh, struck him many, many years ago, but has caused complications with spinal injuries and he's had to have many surgeries of late. He's stopped touring. He's kind of retired from it, but has said through uh, the mouthpiece of Sharon Osbourne that he won't tour again, but planning on doing two more shows to say goodbye. As he said, I have never said goodbye to my fans and I want to. Meanwhile, the Killers have announced an anniversary, 20th anniversary Las Vegas residency where they're going to be playing their entirety of their original album, Hot Fuss, back in their uh, hometown for the very first time ever. I think eight shows at least, and each one the same, but just a little bit different at the Coliseum. Tom York in the news because he has penned the score for a brand new movie that is uh, an Italian film, but playing at the fe film festival Rotterdam International this month called Confidenza, which translates to The Truth. Thursday. 
A Reddit story about a man getting kicked off of an American Airlines flight has gone viral. The reason being, he was kicked off for farting. Get off the flight, you're farting up a storm in the fuselage. And uh, then, after the fact, loudly complaining about the smell of other people's food. The irony, right? Uh, the initial fart was on boarding, before most were even on the plane, apparently, so I imagine they had to walk right through it, you know? Right through the worst of it, or even stand in it, waiting for people to figure out putting bags in the overhead bins for what must be the first time in everyone's lives. It has to be. And why is that on every single flight? Uh, but it was apparently during taxiing that the plane then stopped, an announcement came on, and he got kicked off the flight, the trip being delayed by about 30 minutes in total. Uh, you know what? Honestly, seems like he was on the wrong plane anyway. Should have been on a crop duster. Uh, I went to renew my driver's license before going to get a much-needed haircut. Rookie mistake. So I was already in the mindset of like, ah, this mop, we gotta do something with it. All right, I'll figure that out. First, let's go figure out the license. Not only did I effectively botch the ideal order of those two errands, you want to flip that, do the haircut first. I also wore a toque all morning before jumping into line at the registry. Basically, I hand over the current license, answer the questions, grab the debit card to pay, and then, okay, sir, step this way for your photo, please. My freshly detuked hat hair and the fact that they ensure that, that you're not allowed to smile whatsoever, don't look like you're having a good time, those are going to mix together into a severely unhinged license photo. I just know it. It's going to be five years of watching for the reaction to it at any check stop I find myself at. I can't wait to see it. I am looking so forward to this thing arriving in the mail. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Guns N' Roses bringing a brand new music video out for one of their latest uh, offerings, The General, but featuring a ton of AI-generated artwork and augmentations to live footage of them performing on stage. Uh, this was a track was released in December to, you know, mixed reviews, <laughs> mixed results, uh, but it, apparently they've decided to tap a company that has worked with a few other high-profile instances, Creative Works out of London, to uh, make these AI images a possibility. Uh, of course, they're not first to the table, but they are one of the first. Elton John, of course, not satisfied with saying, hey, th we did a tour, we finished the tour, never gonna be touring again. Wait, maybe we'll have like a, maybe we'll have like one more farewell show here and there. Um, he's now also announced a book detailing all of the details, all of the events that took place during the farewell Yellow Brick Road, Memories of My Life on Tour, which is gonna arrive in September. And David Lee Roth, once again, with an incoherent tirade about somebody that he's worked with in the past, targeting Wolfgang Van Halen, son of Eddie, uh, this time, uh, recounting a couple of times that Wolfgang tried to teach him a lesson by getting some dames kicked out of concerts that apparently were holding checks to pay people. It's very weird. And uh, I take it all with grains of salt. A school in North Carolina is going with an interesting option to try and slow down how many TikTok videos students are making and, of course, the distractions that go along with it. North Carolina Middle School has removed the bathroom mirrors. <laughs> it's like, I, th I was thinking, what do you do to stop this from happening? It's almost near impossible, it feels like. It's a daunting task. And th the nuclear option that comes to my mind, take the phones away. But, I mean, you can't do that because what about an emergency situation and parents are going to get upset about wanting to get in contact with their kids? And, I mean, I get it. It's an expensive piece of equipment and it allows people to stay in contact and be safe. Why wouldn't you want that to be used? But it also does a lot of other things, and I 
I remember. It wasn't the cell phones. It was other things. It was Game Boys. It was it was Tamagotchis. It was things like that. There's always going to be some distractions. But their nuclear option instead is just get rid of the bathroom mirror so that nobody's... Don't be making TikToks in a public bathroom anyway. Don't, don't be doing that. Other people are trying to do their business in there and stuff. I totally... I, I mean, I get it. Friday. We were just talking about a new study saying, hey, it doesn't matter if the toilet seat's up or down. The particulates are still coming out of there when you flush it and getting all over your bathroom. Fun! While we're at it, uh, the results of a survey to plumbers also came out this week. And uh, the thing that people are focusing on is the weird items that have been flushed down the toilet. Number one, and this is, you know, from the whole list from the plumbers, they've kind of narrowed down the top ones or the most weird and, 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 and interesting ones. Uh, Lego. Lego pieces, a lot of that going down the toilets. I have to imagine a lot of these are due to the children, but not all of them. Rubber ducks is, is number two. Uh, yeah, come on. At bath time, you're trying to do like a three-pointer shot into the toilet from the other side of the tub. Boom. Sunk it. Uh, socks get flushed down a lot. Um, sex toys, apparently. Teeth. Although, no indication on whether these are like false teeth, dentures, real teeth. I don't know. Turkey bones and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, those Brussels sprouts probably getting snuck into the toilet. Oh, yeah, sure, I ate them. I ate them, sure. Plop, 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 plop. Uh, bananas. A pipe stuck inside another pipe. A two-man tent and sleeping bag. And chopsticks and lettuce together. Okay, okay. Don't flush those things down the toilet. It's just not gonna work. A new Highlander movie is, in fact, in the works. Henry Cavill has confirmed it. Not got a release date or anything like that, but he has got a schedule for his sword training. To which I question, sword training? Like he's he was he was the Witcher. He he did some sword stuff. I feel like he he knows, but uh, I, I feel like uh, this is going to be a very exciting thing. People are in love with Henry Cavill, and why wouldn't they be? He's not going to be Superman anymore. Make him other things. Make him an immortal. There can only be one. And thankfully, it gives them a chance to rectify what I think is one of the most silly decisions ever made in movie history, and that would be, in the original Highlander, a movie taking place surrounding the Highlands of Scotland, and the only actual Scottish cast member that they have is Sean Connery in the role of the Spaniard known as Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez, who actually is of Egyptian descent and is hiding that as being a Spaniard hanging out in Scotland. It's the weirdest thing! Greetings, I am Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez, Chief Metallurgist to King Charles V of Spain, and I'm at your service. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Paul McCartney uh, just about to re-release Wings' seminal album, Band on the Run, the 50th anniversary reissue. In fact, uh, he does say of it, Band on the Run in a way you've never heard before. Uh, plus, he's also talking about the formation of the band, and this is something I did not know about. It's Johnny Cash that we have to thank, really. Uh, he talks about how, uh, not Johnny Cash, Paul McCartney, talks about how he was at a crossroads. Beatles had broken up, George Harrison left, John is doing his own thing. So Paul's going, what do I do? Quit music? Form a super group with, like, Eric Clapton and people? He didn't like the idea of either and thought, well, how did the Beatles start? Just people getting together and have fun. One night he's in bed next to Linda, and uh, he says Johnny Cash just showed up, and he'd formed a new band with some country musicians that Paul had never heard of. It looked like they were having so much fun, so on the spot, in bed, watching TV, Johnny Cash still playing, he asks Linda, do you want to form a band? And she says, sure. 
I guess that's the story. Now we know. And in other news, Coachella, the desert music festival that's going to see the reunion of No Doubt for this year, is also seeing its slowest ticket sales in a decade for the 2024 sessions. The tickets, unusually, still just readily available. We always try to strive to improve ourselves, to, to be a little bit better. I mean, that's the goal. And there's an opportunity that I just I just can't say no to, so I'm putting it out there into the ether, into the world right now, and, and putting it uh, as a, a way to keep myself on track, a way to keep myself stuck to the goal. You know, it's, uh, it's posterity. <laughs> I gotta say it and then do it. It's the push-up challenge for the Canadian Mental Health Association, and I wasn't quite sure if the money raised was going to be going towards the CMHA as a whole, which is not a bad thing, but it is national. And I was hoping that if I'm bugging people in Wood Buffalo, that the money can go to the Wood Buffalo chapter, and that's exactly what I did as I set up my registration. Every donation is going to be staying right here uh, in the northeast zone, sorry, northwest zone, yeah, east zone, my goodness, of Wood Buffalo in, in Alberta. Um, but the idea is 2,000 push-ups have to be completed within 23 days, starting on February 1st, ending on February 23rd. And it's all to support our local chapter of the Canadian Mental Health Association. So it's also my birth month in February. I was born in 87. 2,000 push-ups in 23 days works out to about 87 a day. I mean, how can I say no? I imagine that I might not be able to hit that 87 mark right at the first day. We'll see. But I have realistic expectations that I'm probably going to be backloading stuff into the end of the month, into the end of the, the 23 days to actually make it. But I will make it. And to go along with it, I'm hoping for a goal of $2,000 by the end of the, uh, the event. So, I mean, that's 23 days. I mean, technically a few more since we're not done with January. And I've already got the donation started. So 50 of 2,000 have been raised. We're doing it. I'm going to share the link on our social media. You can make a donation. I can understand if you want to wait till you see the proof. Because I'm going to be sharing some update videos right at our Community Cruise page on Facebook and other social media as well. As we go through February, I'm very excited. Uh, and I expect my arms to be completely jacked by the end of it, right? That's the, that's the payoff. That's how this works. Transmission over. Want more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.